Are you ready to get empowered? Of course you are. Well, you've picked the right time and the right place. It's time now for Francina Hallris and the Empowered Family Talk program. Spend the next hour with Francina and learn things that you need to know. And this is Empowered Family Talk. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Good morning. It's family time. And welcome back, listeners. Listeners, episode two of our new leadership learning series entitled a life in transition on our pathway forward. And today's rendering, listeners, is written by Brenda Zhou Wong. Brenda has been practicing coaching over 44 years, leading and discipling and developing our student athletes and staff in San Francisco and Hawaii. She writes as follows, quote, four ways to experience God in transition, unquote. Four ways to experience God in transition, quote. Life is full of transitions, graduation, new jobs, marriage, babies born or on a move are exciting changes to anticipate in our lives. But changes like health issues, and unexpected things that happen in our relationships, our lives, and the world are more difficult. Lissa's transitions can be both exciting and painful. We let go of something familiar, enter into the unknown, and often feel very disoriented. She writes, when I moved from San Francisco to Hawaii, It was a disorienting time. My relationships, routines, and culture were completely different. When my dad had a stroke and died within a month of that, everyone in my family had to adjust. Then at other times, listeners, I felt transition of new church, a new household, a new job with responsibilities, and a new leadership. But this past December, my mom had an unexpected health challenge and had difficulty walking. When I arrived in San Francisco from Hawaii, I took her to the ER. She was admitted to the hospital. It wasn't a convenient time. I was planning to visit friends and celebrate Christmas on my way to InterVarsity's Urbana Student Missions Conference and then host 20 students and staff from Hawaii in San Francisco. If my mom had to have health problem, why didn't God allow it to happen after these events? She asked. The hardest thing about my mom's decline in health was not knowing what would happen. She would get a caregiver or send her to a care home. Is she dying? When will I go back to my home in Hawaii? We all go through countless transitions and challenges, listeners. With this happens in our lives, life often feels out of control. It's easy to get frustrated, fearful, 
or anxious when we don't know what to do? How do we walk through changes and transitions with God? What might he want to say and do in our lives? I'm reminded, she writes, of how after being in Egypt for 400 years, God's people left for the promised land. A journey that was to take days took four decades. That is a really long transition, listeners. Here are some things we can learn about changes and transitions from this story. Number one, notate listeners, trust God instead of complaining. When we enter the unknown and unfamiliar in our lives, it's easier to grumble and complain than to trust God. We may look to the past and wish we could go back, even if it wasn't that great. It's also a temptation to blame others. God allowed the Israelites to be in a desert where they had to completely depend on God to survive. But their unmet passions, unfulfilled appetites, and fears controlled them, listeners. They grumbled about not having food or water. They grumbled about their enemies. They questioned God's character and forgot his provisions. Now, listeners, transition and change can be a special time to choose to focus on God and depend on God. Moses also crumbled and complained and grumbled, listeners, but he tried to have an honest dialogue with God. He was open to God to speak into his situation and to tell him something that he didn't already know. This is, this is one of the many reasons God describes Moses in Numbers 12 as a faithful servant that God speaks face to face with. In the Psalms, listeners, we also see many people speaking honestly with God and see God speak back to reveal who he is. Instead of complaining, God calls us to praise him and thank him and to be filled with his love. Now, listen, through my many transitions, as she writes, I have struggled to be honest with God, but he keeps surprising me with his comforting and strong presence that guides me through those times. You are going through a transition, listeners. Be honest with God about your losses and your fears. Ask him for help. Include God in your process. Praise and thank him, and you will be amazed by his presence. Amen. Next, listeners, notate number two of the four things to experience God's transition. Believe in God's provision. Believe in God's provision. Now, listeners, in Exodus 16, 11 through 14, the Lord says to Moses this, I have heard the grumblings of the Israelites. Tell them at twilight you will eat meat and in the morning, you will be filled with bread. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. That evening, quail came, listeners, and covered the camp. And in the morning, there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the dew was gone, thin flakes like frost appeared on the desert floor, unquote. Now, listeners, throughout the 40 years in the wilderness, God consistently provided. He provided bread, listeners. He provided meat and water daily. God also wants to provide for us, listeners, and calls us to depend on him daily. Now, when I stayed longer in San Francisco, she writes, to be my mom's caregiver, 
I saw God provide every day the things that we needed. Meanwhile, when I, along with two other senior InterVarsity staff in Hawaii, missed leading our annual Holy Spirit retreat, God provided while we were away. And one of our student leaders said it was the best one ever. This showed us, listeners, that God's provision is not dependent on specific people. And he will provide any way that he wants. Let me say that again, listeners. This shows that God's provision is not dependent on specific people. And he will provide any way that he wants. In his perfect timing, listeners, he also provided the right caregiver for my mom. And I was able to go back to Hawaii, she writes. During a transition, listeners, don't think that everything and having everything settled is the only way God will provide. He calls us to focus on his daily provision and the way he wants to provide for us that are unique. During my dad's last month of the life here on earth, I kept a journal so that I could write daily and remember all the ways that God provided for us through this challenging time. Listeners, ask God for eyes to see what he is doing. It might look different. Ask God for eyes to see what he is doing. It might look different, listeners, than we picture, but live in the present. Thank God and worship him. Ask him to show you how he is providing. Amen. Number three, listeners, look to the community for support. Look to community for support. In Exodus 17, 7 through 16, the Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites. During the battle, Moses went up to the top of the hill, holding up the staff of God and prayed for them as they were in battle. Whenever he had his hands up, listeners, the Israelites were winning, but Moses got tired. And so Aaron and her helped hold up his hands. Now, listeners, in times of transition and change, we need to surrender ourselves with a community who will stand with us and pray with us. When we feel too weak, community can pray with faith and help sustain us. Listeners, much like the Israelites, we fight our spiritual battles in community. Together, we are reminded that it is God who wins our battles and gives us the victory. Amen. When I've gone through health challenges with my parents, I've been so encouraged by those who prayed with and for us. They were great reminders of God's presence, listeners. No take number four. Take time to reflect with God, listeners. Take time to reflect with God. Are you complaining or having an honest dialogue with God, she writes? Share with him your struggles, your losses, and what you need. Talk to him about your fears and your insecurities. Listeners, what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? Ask him to reveal lies you are believing. Let me say that again, listeners. What is the Holy Spirit saying to you? Ask him to reveal lies you are believing. 
Ask him to show you how he wants to provide for you. And thank him for the ways that he has been present and providing today. Are there people you can invite to pray with you, listeners? In transitions, God wants to shower his blessings on us, listeners. But we sometimes use an umbrella to block his showers of blessings. As you engage with God today, pay attention to what he wants to say to you, listeners, and what he wants you to do. Let God be present with you. Let him provide for you, unquote. Amen. Empower your family with the dynamic new book by Francina Hallris, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Hallris is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll find your copy of Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are at Amazon and at Better Bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are by Francina Hulrus. Now, welcome back, listeners. We have a special rendering by Gemma Brown. She's an associate certified coach with the International Coach Federation. She works with people to navigate successfully through life's transitions. And she shares at-home advice and resources for a life in transition. And it reads as such, quote, life Transitions, listeners, are periods in our lives involving lots of change to our lifestyles. They might also be a result of important events that make you stop and evaluate your life. Life transitions may run smoothly, but people often struggle to adjust to change and may find these periods of life highly stressful and perhaps distressing. Business people often have problems adjusting to the concept of entering, quote, middle age, unquote, and may experience what is commonly called a midlife crisis. They may go out and buy a sports car, leave their partner for a younger person, or make extravagant purchases. This is because Listeners, people start to evaluate their lives and their successes, a process that can be very painful and emotional and in which people may feel stuck. And she gives us types of life transition listeners. There are many events in life that people can find difficult to adjust to. Some of the most common ones are reaching a significant age of 30, 40, 50, or 60, getting married, becoming a parent, leaving university, changing job or losing your job, becoming ill or disabled, being bereaved and retiring, listeners dealing with life transitions at the house, at home, 
Experience a life of transition, listeners, can bring out all sorts of feelings in people. At such times, it is common for people to evaluate their lives and ask themselves questions about their success, what they are doing and why, where they are going in life and what is important to them. Listeners, if you are struggling to find answers to such questions, writing down a list of things that are important to you, what you have achieved in life, and what you would like to achieve is a good starting point. Try not to dwell on negatives, but use them to motivate you in the future. If you are having trouble writing a list of your personal achievements, listeners, and your values and your goals, ask the opinion of someone you trust. This should help you realize what you have achieved and what's important to you. Now let's notate, listeners, understanding the four types of of life transition. There are four types, Miss Brown notates here. And going through any transition takes time, listeners. Going through any transition takes time. Even with a change you've decided to make, parts of the process will still feel uncomfortable. Merriam-Webster's Dictionary of 2005, listeners, talks about four different life transitions. Let's notate the first one, anticipated transition. Number two, unanticipated transition. Number three, non-event transition. And number four, sleeper transition. Now, listeners, each of these bring about its own challenges, opportunities for growth, as well as impacts to other areas of your life. Understanding which type of transition you are going through will help you through the process. A few years back, I went through an anticipated transition. Anticipated transition. I decided to leave my secure, challenging job in a company I loved. That decision took a lot of courage, and I spent many hours making sure it was what I wanted. Even so, once I had started to make that change, I was struck by the range of emotions that came with it. Sometimes excitement at the new opportunities that lay ahead, listeners, Often fear of the security I had left behind. Grief for an identity associated with my career. Pride in my strength to follow my heart. Anxiety over the unknown. There were dark days when I questioned my decision, berating myself for being foolish. And there were days when I felt so aligned with my purpose, my heart sang. Through this transition, I learned a lot about myself, my needs and my values, but there were times when it was difficult and I couldn't understand why if I had chosen this route. Transition listens of any kind shape your relationships, whether they're personal or professional, and the roles you play within those relationships. Listeners, transitions also mean change, loss, endings, and beginnings. And let's notate the four types of transition. Let's notate number one, an anticipated transition. Listeners, it's something you expect to happen in your adult life. Maybe you decided to go to university, change careers, get engaged, move house, or have a baby. When these transitions happen at the time you expect or have planned for, there is a great deal to learn about how this meets and supports your needs. There will be times, listeners, when it still feels uncomfortable as relationships adapt, as you change identity, or your levels of freedom shift. The learning levels of satisfaction, frustration, and stress 
may also be quite different, listeners, should these transactions happen when they exist outside of your expectations. Number two, listeners, unanticipated transitions are those you haven't planned for and don't factor as part of your life vision. Things like redundancy, illness, or accidents, or perhaps a relationship breakup. These types of transitions can be exceptionally stressful and painful, listeners, more so than an anticipated transition. However, the potential for personal growth and reward can be much higher. These can be sudden and alongside managing this transition, it is likely that a broad range of other emotions and challenges will show up. Number three, listeners, a non-event transition. These are transitions are the absence of an expected event where you something you expect doesn't happen or it doesn't happen when you want it to. This could be not getting a promotion when you had worked hard, not being able to have a baby, not getting the house you had set your heart on, managing grief and dealing with loss. Often the loss of a life you expect can feature quite strongly within this transition, listeners. And number four, listeners, is a sleeper transition. Sleeper transitions are the ones that occur without a great amount of awareness around them. These transition listeners, they sneak up on you, gradually improving your competence at work, the development of a skill as a parent, the progress of learning a language, the speed of your 5K run. They can also appear negatively, listeners, like like the slipping away of a friendship or a relationship, becoming demotivated at work. Now, this is with any transition. The process takes time to shift to a new phase. You may journey back and forth through emotions and learning as time passes. Awareness of the type of transition and planning for the highs and the lows will help you understand, learn, and grow. Above all listeners, be patient. Stay curious. And stay kind. Now, listeners, what contribution to the spiritual growth can you find with a physical transition like relocation? This week's study and next week's study, listeners, in Acts helps us make the distinction between change and transition. Listeners, change is the event that occurred in life, and transition is the process of adapting to those changes. Let me say that again, listeners. Change is event that occurs in life and transition is the process of adapting to those changes. In the Bible, we take note, Peter in the book of Acts went through stages of transition, listeners, before he fully embraced the change of God and the change that God was making. Tough transitions, listeners, are not for the faint of heart, but when we lay our fears before the Lord, his peace can help us thrive through any change. Amen. Now, listeners, next week, we'll pick up with Peter in the book of Acts, a man in transition, and we'll talk about it. Until next week, same time, same station. I am Francina Tate Holress, your hostess. This song and this message is dedicated to my Heavenly, earthly, heavenly father, 
Johnny Thomas Tate Sr. Today, August 28, 2023, marks 13 years, 4 months, and 28 days of his home going. And I honor him with this message today, a life in transition. My father has transitioned into glory, and we go from glory to glory. Appreciate your life in transition today, listeners. I honor my dad and honor all of your relatives, ancestors, the same. A life transitioned is our life in transition. Amen. And in our close today, we have questions we would like for you to consider each and every day. Ask yourselves, are we prepared and ready to lead by example today for our next generation? How can you lead others, listeners, if you cannot lead yourself? Have you seen a life in transition within yourself first, and then another person, place, or thing today? Have you seen a godly life in transition? Listeners, what does your own life transition look like? What does it sound like and smell like and taste like, feel like, and what does your own life's transition sense like? Are you paying attention? Amen. Our closing poem today is entitled, I Am a Transition by Emma Gatachu, and it reads as such. Transition? I think I am. I am a progression. I am the vacancy between the alphabets. My feet travel silently back and forth, side to side, with a blazing desire to transit. Asking who I am? I am a transition. I reply, not a completion, but a passage traveling between the alphabets of time in self-expedition. Yes, I am transition. Who am I? Who should I be? Am I transition? I think I am. I am passage transported by time. As my feet travel silently between the alphabets back and forth, side to side, with a flaming desire to transit, to stop the madness of time. I am not a completion but a transition. I think I am traveling between the alphabets of time, petitioning self-expedition. Amen. been listening to Empowered Family Talk with your hostess, Francina Haldras. Be sure and join us next week and every week at this time for the program that brings you practical answers to the questions of the 21st century. For Empowered Family Talk, I'm Jack Bishop.